after Barbara Walters passed away, a list of her favorite or most commonly asked interview questions started circulating. And these are deep, deep questions. So Callie and I are going to answer some of them on today's show. Like, what's the biggest misconception about you? And what's your life philosophy? And can you describe the worst time of your life? So uh, potential of getting intense, pretty, pretty high today. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Upside. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, January 12th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for the wisdom of The Upside community and their willingness to share their perspective. And I'll explain that in just a second. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for all the light that comes into our house. It's a very light house. It's a very... Happy home. And I really love it. You're looking at Lily lying in the sunbeam right now. So charging. So we're in our studio, right? And our studio is like one of the bedrooms in our house. And we get really good light in this room in particular, which I love. It's great for recording the upside. But Lily or Sadie every single day finds the sunbeam at the very perfect time. Yep which is like There's mid-morning. Ne- never not a dog in this sunbeam. Zero times do we ever walk in the studio where there's a sunbeam that there is a dog not here. So Lily is like living her best life right next to us, our studio podcast table. And she's just sprawled out on the floor like she's on a beach in San Tropez. Solar charging. Here's why I think the Upside community is great. Because of perspective. Earlier this week, we talked about... Uh, Ellie and her getting the, uh, when I gave her, I gave her an old phone. If you didn't have, it, it was Monday show. I gave Ellie an old iPhone because she likes using ours to take pictures, take, I'd say take pictures and figure quotes, but she knows how to open the camera and then hold it up and see. Well, she does take pictures. And, Cause she's like, she's like, look at the camera, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> And so it's really cute. So I found an old phone and I and I said, okay, Ellie, you can have this one. And it was almost frightening how quickly she started uh, talking about texting people. I have to finish my project. I just have to finish this. I need my iPad too. Because it made Callie and I realize that we're on our phones too much when she's in the right. room. Because she just knows far too, far too much. And we talked about that. We talked about some of the adjustments we made. And an Upside listener left a voicemail and pointed something out that I thought was so sweet and such a perspective changer that it made my day yesterday. And I I don't know. I still think we need to adjust our Screen. phone behavior in yes. front of Ellie. However, this woman pointed out how cute it is that Ellie is using the phone to just try to be like us and she's emulating us and she's emulating. Ellie doesn't know if it's right or wrong is what this caller was was saying. Doesn't know that it's good or bad. Doesn't know that phones 
can suck you in or whatever. She wants to be like mom and dad. She wants to be like mama. That's so Because she said, Ellie Smith said specifically at one point, hold on a minute, I have to text Robin. Who <laughs> Robin is. Robin Mead. Yeah, who is <laughs> Callie's friend and coworker. And uh, obviously somebody, Callie, texts a lot. And yeah. so uh, Ellie says, uh, hold on, hold on, mama, I have to text Robin or something like that. And I think we can make us. I can think we can make the adjustment, and it'll adjust her pretty quickly. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but, but that it, was a really cute perspective. In the meantime, that perspective is, is just it was sweet and needed, and so thank you. And the whole upside community is awesome. I feel like we should have some sort of theme music for this. I don't know what it is, but I feel like it's like moment of truth music because I have in my hand a envelope with our October Lucians written down in it. And the envelope says open in January and then open again late April and early May. Now, if you're new to the show, we do our New Year's resolutions in October to give ourselves a head start because it takes a while to form a habit. So our thought is why wait till January, start in October, then you got a head start, right? So I wanted to this year because we haven't done, you know, and October Lucians have changed lives. Literally, I wanted to put these in an envelope and revisit them a couple times during the year to hold us to hold us accountable for our resolutions. Jeff, do you even remember what yours are? I don't. And when I saw this pop up in the schedule, I am going to start my January Lucian. I guess my New Year's (laughs) resolution. I just have to start. I think you're the one who told me this, but you don't do it anymore either. I got to start with mirror notes again. You do. They're when, really, they really make if, a difference for if, you. If you put post-its on your bathroom mirror, you're forced to see them and read them every day. And I did that in our old house. And I'm going to make you one for your word of the year for execute. Yes, my word of the year, but also resolutions because I don't. I, it takes 21 days to form a habit. And if I get interrupted on day six, I might forget what the habit was I was trying to form yeah. by day seven. So do you want to read mine first or do matter. you want me to read yours first? It, it doesn't matter. Okay, I'm yours. Already, I'm already not looking forward to mine. Why? Because I know I didn't, I, I, I can't even tell you what they are. So it's a good reminder. I know, but this is a story of my life. I know, but now we're doing this to like encourage each other and hold each other accountable. And there are lots of people that have if, a hard time sticking to something that they wanted to accomplish. So this was, is like a group effort here. If I was making a resume right now, I think my number one skill would be letting myself down. That's so sad. Well, it's true. Because I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it this time. I'm going to make a change, make a difference. And bleh. I know. Okay. I don't know how to get you to overcome that. Because the the best Mir- promises that you keep are the ones to yourself because they make you so proud of yourself. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm just forgetful. Old. I don't I'm think it's forgetful. forgetful. I got to put them in the mirror. Okay. I'll do that for you. But I don't think it's forgetful. Um, okay. So yours were 20 minutes per night prepping for the next day. Uh, I do do that. You do? Yeah. Ma- mainly professionally, I... You get yourself set up for tomorrow. Yeah, I always look ahead at what I have to do in the morning and I make sure I'm ready to go. So if, we're, if, if I'm going to the office or we're going to the office, I make sure my bag's in there, charger, all that stuff is in the bag. If I... Yeah, I do that. Okay. I'm All right. One for one. Good. Confidence. Let's, Yay. Let's, let's stop here. That's good. We're good. Um... Lose five pounds. But you have been making healthier food choices. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. I just haven't 
hopped on the scale to measure. You're too scared, aren't you? Uh, I'm too scared. And also, I, t- to me, it's not, sounds so cliche, but it's I, not a scale thing. It's no, a- I would rather have looser clothes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then also from last year, the ones you adopted were no sleeping with the phone at arm's length. Um, I still sleep with the phone at arm's length, but I have I have a kind of an unofficial rule that once my once I'm under the covers, I don't look at it anymore. And I'm kind of I think I'm 50 50 on that um, because you, our baby monitors are on our cell phones. Yeah. So that's why you typically yeah. look at Ellie. I know I could use that as an excuse. We could, we have another baby monitor we could use, but okay. I could be better about that. Um, but yeah, drink water when you wake up every day, every day, you do that every day. hundred percent. First thing I do. Do you love it? Um, yeah, I think I, I mean, I don't dislike it, but, uh, it's the very, very, very first thing I do is drink a huge thing of water. Just so chug, see, you did, you, you're two for four. Okay. So this is good, right? And okay. technically I'm 2.5 for four. For, for four. Okay. Because yeah. the the phone thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mine were be direct about what I want, which I'm still struggling with really hard. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I got to put that on my mirror because yeah, I'm going to put a note that says be direct okay. on my mirror because I need that little confidence. I don't know why I get it in my own head so much. And number two is keep my car clean. Oh, uh, Yeah. We're both, we both need to be. I So I did make a step in the right direction. I ordered Jeff and I these like, you know the, um, what do you call it on the side, the door compartment in your driver's side door? I think it's called a door compartment. Is that what people call it? Yeah, what else would you call it? I don't know. Anyway, so I saw on TikTok somebody post, and it wasn't even like a link or anything, but I am a creepy lurker, and I saw them post this tiny little trash can that they put in their side compartment, and I was like, oh my gosh. That would be awesome. So I found it on Amazon, ordered it for Jeff and I. Great. I also have been really good about taking things. It's for straw wrappers or. Little stuff. Yeah. Um, Every time we go to the store, Ellie gets, the the cashiers usually give Ellie stickers. It's like the size of a um, A travel cup. You can't put your fast food bag in there. No. But you can put your straw wrapper and your receipt. Yeah, you could put a receipt, like a parking ticket. Yep. You know, when you're done, whatever. Yep. Um, and then, and but I really would love for you, if you can, to get my heart clean because I haven't had my car professionally cleaned. It's on both of our lists. It's your both of our cars is on my list. Yeah, it's and Jeff and I. That's one of those things where we're like we divide and conquer as partners because I hate getting my car washed. It makes me anxious. It feels like a gigantic waste of time and I hate it. So it's just one thing I don't like to do. So Jeff takes that over in our relationship and I'm super grateful for I might, that. I might yeah. actually have to, I might put on this weekend, I might devote a couple hours on Saturday or Sunday morning and just block them out for the car, for cleaning our cars, mm-hmm. taking care of our cars. But also um, Ellie's stroller, I want to figure out how to take the cushion off that it's gross. and wash that. And also the car seats, I want to take the cushions off those and wash them and just clean all of that random stuff that mm-hmm. that, that takes less than 45 minutes, but more than 10. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Might just block that out. Uh, Barbara Walters died over... Break, I think. I think we were off. I loved her. Yeah. And somebody shared a list 
of her favorite questions. You know, she was a uh, known for her journalism, but specifically her interviews. Mm-hmm. And it, Barbara Walters' interview was, you know, the the thing. Oh yeah, and I remember anytime there would be like a big. Um, story like an ongoing thing or a person that kept being in the news I would get so excited to watch for it to see if Barbara Walters was going to interview them because her interviews were great and the um series that she did the fascinating people yeah I just I love her I love her she's such a like staple of my life and my tv viewing habits somebody put together a list of her favorite questions to ask. These have come up in different interviews with her. And they're also questions that she asks most frequently. So I'm going to throw them. I'm going to ask you these questions. If an answer doesn't come to you right away, I don't think you, you can pass. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. But some of them are, are pretty interesting. Do you have a life philosophy? No, I don't think I do either. I think that I, is deep. Yeah. I don't think I do. Life philosophy. I feel like that's something important. I feel like we should have a. What is a life philosophy? Like how um, broad is that? I think it's a mission statement. I think it's a purpose. I think it's a. I think it is a. Uh, sentence or a summary or a statement in which all of your decisions should be framed against, you know? Well, I have the, what went on our horde pins this year, like our motto, but that's like more like a motto. That's yeah. That's not a, I don't think that's a philosophy. Hmm. I'm going to look into that. I have it on my list to look. Um, okay. What is the biggest misconception about you? That things are given to me. Okay. I think mine is, what do you mean? Like that your life is easy? That my life is easy and that I, because I grew up um, privileged and not wanting for things that I haven't hit the ground running the second I was legally able to work and to I to work for exactly what I want. And my parents don't give me money for stuff. People, we did those assumptions uh, about me years ago on my Instagram, a thing that came up was that my parents like pay or financially support our lifestyle, uh, which they don't. Not yet. Anyways, um, <laughs> we might get there. Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the biggest misconception about me? I, I don't know if there is one now. I know that when I was on the Burt show, everybody thought I was, a jerk, a jerk and grumpy and mean or whatever, but I was playing a role. Yeah. I think part of it was, I definitely think I was a different person then than I was now. I think I was more cynical and mm-hmm. I was more critical of things then, um, than I am now. But they picked that part of your personality and said, do this more. Yeah. Yeah. And, play and this role. Yeah, and you played into it. Here's the role that everybody's going to play. And you know, Jeff, you're going to be the the pot stirrer. You're I think you would up. say now that you, because you let yourself down so publicly yeah. that people think maybe that you don't work hard or don't really want change in your life. And I think that's a misconception that people have. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. About you. Cause you really do care. Uh, finish this sentence. Callie dollar is blank. 
I don't know. That's a really hard one. Jeff Dollar is. It, it, I can't change mine over. I, my, I think mine changes every day. I think mine. Um, I think my, my overall reaching one is I think Jeff Dollar is optimistic. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, through the anxiety, through the every through everything, I think I remain optimistic that everything is going to work out really well for everyone, almost to a fault. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I am. Callie Dollar is strong. What do you think of that? That's good. But where have you demonstrated that? What? What do you mean? Where have I demonstrated that? But I'm just, I'm that's, you gave me a smile. Like well, I, I should, didn't know if you were like, like I should know. No, I just feel <clears throat> like a lot of times, like I do a lot of things and juggle a lot of balls and I make things work. Oh, I think if that, I, okay. I think a better, I think resilient because strong, I feels like, You've overcome a lot of hardships. Uh, that's what that's how I feel about resilience. Yeah. Of like, we, it's not overcoming hardship, but it's. You get it done. I, I get things done. No matter what. Yes. Yeah. So that version of strong. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. One more. I can, love these. Can you identify the best and worst time of your life? The best time of my life. I don't know. I've had so many good ones. I can tell you the worst. The worst was uh, losing our baby's heartbeat. Like having him going through a miscarriage, the the first miscarriage. And I remember I wanted to, I was just so low and I can't even recognize the person I was because there was so much going on. But I remember at one point saying to you and like trigger warning, because it's a hard thing to say, but I said to you, how could you ever love me? Because I killed our baby. No. Remember, like, how could you ever love me again? Because I, I killed our baby and I didn't kill our baby. It was a miscarriage. But when I was in it, that's legitimately how I felt. And I think that was the lowest point of my life. Um, and what about the highest? The highest? I think when we were dating and engaged, our travel and our experiences on our, like we would randomly, like there was a weekend that you had a business conference and you're like, Hey, you want to just like fly to Chicago? And we used to do like spontaneous trips and make time for trips. And that's, you know, been complicated by COVID and having a baby and, and all of that. But I <laughs> and, think, and lack of money, <laughs> and, but I think that time in our lives where it was so carefree was like, for sure, like a highlight of my life was traveling with you. Cool. Um, what about I, you? I think the best single moment was, and I have no concept of whether this was 10 minutes, one minute, or one hour, but after Ellie was born, I walked down the hall with her in a thing, because it was a C-section, so they were putting Callie back together, and I walked down the hall with her with a nurse and got into, a, I guess, a recovery room or whatever, and that period of time from leaving the delivery room to 
where you got in there and the nurse set Ellie on your chest Mm -hmm. and you held that whole like that moment was the number one moment the number one period in my life was the 12 months of getting the new job up to when we got married like Mm -hmm. that maybe 18 months um when I was working at Star and you had started a new job, I had just started a new job, ratings were going up, we beat my old show, everything was going like super great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had some some really rough times at that job because if you were listening, my uh, old co-host, her daughter had a cancer battle at what, nine months, something months, like that, yeah. 10 months. And... Uh, we were able to navigate that really well. And I just, I felt victorious. So that big, that was a long, mm-hmm. so, um, and then worst, I honestly think might've been last year, somewhere around the middle of last year. The worst time of your life. Yeah. That was really tough. What specifically? Um, I just, we were just in it. So we just did not have time to resolve anything. Like if there was no, the optimism that I talked about a few minutes ago mm-hmm. to me, it didn't. Yeah. I, I, it's not that I didn't have it. It's just that I couldn't see forward. Did just, you think, did you know it then or you think it now looking back? Did you know it was the no, worst time in your life when you were in it? Then I was just going through it. And that's like the big bulk of time. I think probably the, the, wor- the worst moment. Also, it's strange. I, well, you know what? We've talked about this all the time. I have no memory of beyond, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, like yeah. whatever. Uh, the worst moment was getting the phone call that my mom passed away. So that was also, so all, it, all of it happened in the past five years. But no, I don't think last year I realized going through it, how tough it was Mm -hmm. because we were just putting one foot in front of the other, Mm -hmm. but man, it was tough. It was really tough. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think either of us realized it until we're on the other side of it. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, dad. What kind of car does an egg drive? A Yolks wagon, of course. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. One of the things that Jeff and I are um, getting excited about in the new year is cooking more at home. And we did kind of good at it at the end of last year, but this year we really want to amp it up and enjoy cooking and enjoy the whole process of cooking at home. So one of the things that we love are our caraway pans. Now I found caraway a while ago when I was looking to an alternative for nonstick cookware because I really didn't like all the chemicals that were getting into our food. 
food. And I came across Caraway and they have the most beautiful bakeware and cookware. And I was a customer of theirs long before they were an advertiser. Their stuff is beautiful. You're going to love it. And it's easy to clean. The food like glides right off the plate. They're made without any toxic materials or hard to pronounce chemicals. And their ceramic coating naturally has a slick surface. So your food's going to glide right off and I love it. Plus they have a ton of amazing modern colors and it'll be a beautiful addition to your kitchen and get you excited about cooking again in this new year. Visit carawayhome.com slash the upside to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash the upside or use code the upside at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. So excited that Liquid IV is continuing to partner with The Upside in 2023. I am a huge fan. Dehydration to me means foggy brain and headaches. Those are the first symptoms. When that happens, I grab a stick of Liquid IV, mix it with a small bottle of water, drink it down, and I can feel, I can almost feel my body getting wetter. That's a word. I can feel the hydration working its way through my system. I don't know if it's if that's psychosomatic or if that's really happening, but I do know it makes me feel better very quickly. It's got three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's packed with B3, B5, B6, and B12 vitamins, plus vitamin C, and it hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Delicious flavors. My favorite is strawberry and lemon lime, and you can get 20% off anything you order right now when you go to liquidiv.com, L-I-Q-U-I-D-I-V.com, and use the promo code UPSIDE. You can also grab Liquid IV in bulk at Costco. Once again, liquidiv.com and use code UPSIDE at checkout to save 20%. I take my skincare very seriously, and I was really excited last year when Apostrophe joined Team Upside to promote their program, and it's really, really cool, right? So it's an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatment for your unique skin. So for me, it wasn't an acne problem. It was a problem with melasma and brown spots on my skin that um, I've gotten. I mean, part of it's aging, but it's also like, you know, sun damage from the way I treated my skin a really long time ago. And I went online, I filled out the online consultation and I, you know, wrote that I was really like insecure about that and working on it. And then you snap some selfies. So I took some selfies, I sent it in. And the next day I woke up and a board certified dermatologist had created a customized treatment plan. So you can get access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear acne and they'll send it right to your door. It is easy. It is super hassle-free and you don't have to wait months and months and months to get into a doctor's office if you're feeling insecure about your skin. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash upside when you use our code upside. This is savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash upside and click get started. Then use our code upside at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you apostrophe for sponsoring this episode. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. Last weekend, I was at anxiety level 35. And for me, anxiety, like there's rushing thoughts, there's intrusive thoughts, but there's also 
like where I physically, my jaw clenches, like my butt clenches. Like I just, <laughs> everything's clenched. Everything is clenched. I mean, but it makes such a difference. It's crazy. And I could not get myself down out of that feeling. Like I did yoga. I did like thing, breathing exercises, things that I know how to do and it wasn't working. So I was like, you know what? We have some CBD. I'm going to take it and see if that helps. And I have a love hate relationship with CBD because one, it makes me so tired. So, and really out of it. So there's no, I don't take a lot of it. I take a very small dose and I don't like it when I'm taking it. Cause I'm so out of it. But, but, you, but you take it a, an hour or two before bed and right. And then I go to bed and I, TV and yeah, I just don't like, I'm someone that likes to be in control. Oh, so yeah. that's why I like, I don't do drugs because I don't, I've never done drugs. Cause I just like being in control of myself and it makes me feel a little out of control. And, but I got to tell you, I woke up the next day. I have not had jaw clenching anxiety since that night. Perfect. Isn't that crazy? And well, I had it for like a week straight. Maybe all it needed to do was loosen everything up. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then once, because uh, I don't know, I, 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 the visualization of anxiety is a, is a spiral to me. Yeah. And once you get in that, sometimes it's tough to get out. So just use it as a reset. Yeah. That worked. Good. Well, I'm glad you're out of it. Here are your three random things for today. Uh, researchers have released a list of the most common things that Americans dream about. Uh, the largest share of people say that they have had dreams about being chased by someone or something. Interesting. Have you ever had that dream? I have had that dream. My, that it's seems, not my recurring dream. That seems horrifying. Yeah. I've had a nightmare like that. My reoccurring dream that I've had since I was a little kid is that I am late for something. I need help getting somewhere and no one will help me. And I have that. I used to have it before school a lot, like the preschool nightmares. Um, but now I have it twice a year. It's so really? weird. Yeah. You mean preschool, not preschool. Like you yeah, weren't having like, this dream in like preschool. Like I would have it the night okay. before school. Got it. Okay. Every year, yeah. Um, other dreams that people have are uh, about a house or home that you used to live in. Nope. Or that the dreamer used to live in. I don't think I've ever had that one. Um, former relationships, memories from childhood, deceased family members, or, uh, and then the last on this short list is um, intimate experiences. Mm -hmm. So these are, um, these are the most common dreams that Americans have. Oh, by the way, uh, one important detail. These are the most common dreams that Americans have about real life experiences. Got it. So. Your second random that's thing. A, that's an important detail I should have put up front, but whoops. <laughs> Your second random thing is the Missouri Sheriff's Office is inviting volunteers to drink on their time. Now, the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office, and I've actually heard of a couple of police, police, um, you know, uh, precincts, agencies. agencies doing this before. Um, but they volunteers to get people drunk over the span of like two hours. So the offers can get trained in field sobriety and DUI stop. So you don't get in trouble. It's all regulated. They pay for you to get drunk. You get drunk and then they give you a ride I, home. I wonder. I would be so nervous. Um, I don't you, know. You know, you're not getting in trouble. Like I would be so nervous, but also I think it would be really fun because you wouldn't get a DUI in real, real life. So you could like live that experience without not, getting in trouble. Yeah, but they don't let you drive, do they? I would assume in like a parking lot or whatever. No, I'm sure that they just give you. It says field sobriety and DUI stops. 
Yeah, so they're not. I, I highly doubt they're letting you drive the car. I'm sure they give you a couple. No, glasses I meant the experience of doing the field sobriety tests. Oh yeah, without there being a consequence would be kind of fun. Yeah, I'm convinced I would fail a field sobriety test sober. Oh, me too. Some of the questions they were like the one, um, we did this on the show a while ago where they make you do the alphabet backwards. No, literally I, cannot do that sober. <laughs> Z Y X W. But yeah, I, and, and I think we talked about this before we had a law enforcement officer call up to explain. They're not really looking for you to do the, to get it correct, to do it correct. They're, they're looking for body language or facial expressions or how you get it wrong. Right. You know? Right. So it's not like, oh, you can't do that. You fail. It's like, oh, is this person stumbling over their words while they're doing it? Yeah, whatever. Uh, And your third random thing is 43% in um, couples, in households where there is uh, a man and a woman (laughs) present. Are you you having trouble saying words right now? Yeah. 43% of households where there's a man and woman present, all decisions this is so hard for me. Why? What is wrong know. with you right now? Do you want me to read that for you? A survey on decision making in a typical American household where there is both a man and a woman present says that 43% of the couples have all the decisions made, all major decisions made by the woman. In 26% of couples, all major decisions are made by the man. And the remainder, which comes out to be just over 31%, uh, say that every major decision is a mutual one. I think every major decision is mutual, isn't it? In us? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I hope so. And those are your three random things? And those are your three random things. (laughs) Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about the upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing upside community can continue to grow. So many things that we've talked about on the show, this, this I don't know, in the past couple of weeks, definitely in the shows that we've done since the start of the year, have to do with these kind of life changes that we've made. Mm-hmm. Even the October Lusions that we talked about earlier. And you know what they all have in common? What? Everything that we are doing or have done that is Im- that is improving our life is eliminating decisions. Yes. It's eliminating. <coughs> they are all eliminating decisions at the time the decision needs to be made. Mm-hmm. So whether it's meal planning, meal prepping that's making a decision on a monday for the rest of the week that's great getting ready the night before and making sure everything's set up and ready to go those are making decisions in the evening before so that's all that that observation excuse me popped into my head and i thought it was just worth sharing hey guys this is kelly from cape coral florida I am a big-time Georgia Bulldogs fan, and yeah, it would have been nice to have a little bit of a closer game, but to be honest, I loved every second of the blowout. Um, You know, for a national championship game, we were supposed to be playing the best, and TCU was supposedly the best, and 
we rolled right over them. So I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, I know that non-Georgia fans are talking a lot of junk about it, but I'm happy with how it turned out. Um, so anyways, just want to call in and say that. So thanks, guys. Love y'all. Bye. Okay. Can we just pause a minute and talk about how awesome T-Bird is? I mean, on top of her being like the happiest person I've ever met, she she, she calls into the show. She's so bubbly. And on top of that, there's like birds singing in in the background behind her while she's talking. She's like a walking Disney Hallmark movie all wrapped up into one. I just love T-Bird. She's just an awesome individual. Y'all take care. Happy New Year. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Leslie from Saline, North Carolina. I'm calling about the Christmas tree and the colors. Um, just do two trees. Maybe have your ultra special tree in your bedroom and then your fun-loving tree in your living room. It's okay to have more than one tree. My best friend did the same thing. Her fun tree faced the, faced the road and then her pretty tree was in her living room. So just have fun with it. You only have to have stick to one thing. Thanks. Bye. Hey, guys. This is um, Amy from Sugar Hill. Um, I was listening to Monday's podcast, and I am dying about <laughs> how sweet Callie um, said avocado. Now I'm paranoid if I'm saying avocado um, in the quote-unquote correct way. Um, but I had to tell you guys, it made me think of my sweet mom. She... Bless her heart. Um, she calls Ambien Ambion, Ambion. And then my sweet, sweet husband, um, when I was pregnant, he would refer to, you know, oh, she's in her first trimester. But he could, he would only say as trimester. He'd be like, yeah, she's in her second trimester. So that's all. Love you guys. Have a great day. Bye. Hi, this is Chris from Monticello, Georgia. Just listened to the podcast about Callie and Jeff's difference on Christmas. We had the same thing in our house, my husband and I and our four kids. We Our compromise was we had two trees. And on one tree was my white lights and my what makes me happy. And on the other tree was all the ornaments the kids made, big, big colored lights. And if they wanted tinsel, they could have tinsel. They could do anything to that tree they wanted. And everybody was happy. One was in the den and one was in the living room. So, I don't know. Maybe that would be a compromise. Love your show. Thank you. Bye. Happy New Year. Amy from Irvine. And a couple things. I had to pause this episode. I found the quick wash option. And that's all I've been using. If you have stinky clothes, like, you know, you smell like blooming on the onion, you can add white vinegar as a fabric softener, and that'll take care of the smell or any smell. I've been adding white vinegar instead of fabric softener, and it has been genius. Like, so I add a little bit of white vinegar instead of white fabric softener and my quick wash and clean as can be. Second thing, Kelly... Ellie's going to be coming home and other your other kids, when you eventually have another one, are going to be coming home with Christmas 
decorations for your tree. So your tree is going to be eventually covered in homemade Christmas decorations from school. So just know that. Just going to get his way because the, the kiddos are going to be bringing home their Christmas decorations that they made at school, and it'll be the best decorations that you've ever seen in your whole life. Okay, love you guys. Bye. Don't talk about what you're going to do. Don't just dream about what you're going to do. Don't criticize somebody else for what they're not doing. You be it. Be about it. Be about that action and go do it. Keep your eye on your intention. Don't let any outside distraction or your own insecurity stop you from your goals.